Welcome to Get Animated. The CGT Podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm Cade. We're back. I know. We we did it. We survived. I'm so proud of everyone here. Good job, guys. You did it. We made it through a semester, and we're back, and we're here to talk about what everyone's done, the new stuff we've learned, and, you know, where we're going in the future. So let's start out. You know, I'm Jason Fernandez. I'm going to be hosting here. We're going to be this little passing of torch ceremony here in the beginning. I don't know. I know it's a breaking news segment. We have the passing of a torch over here to Alex Cade. We'll be giving him the podcast torch. Hello. So here you go, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah, I am Alex Cade Malinowski. Usually I'd go by Cade. I am a CGT student with a concentration in motion graphics and currently working as an intern on campus at the Division of Undergraduate Education, trying to find some cool internships this summer. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. So I'll send it back to you, Jason. All right. All right. So um, uh, back to, I guess so we talked about me for a minute. Um, I just started a new position at mar- in a marketing job. I'm, you know, just working on animation. But other than that, um, that's pretty much it for me right now. But, you know, grinding, doing some more artwork and then hopefully inspiring some new students to the program and getting some people to join. All right. Okay, guys. So now we're going to talk about everybody here and what concentration they're in and what they're studying in school and where they're at. So we're going to start with Lane. Hi, my name's Lane Wagner. I am a junior CGT student um, with concentration in multimedia. All right. And now we're going to hit Bailey. What you got for us? All right. My name is Bailey Lester. Uh, I am an undergraduate in animation and spatial graphics. All right. What you got for us, Alex? Alex DeBeau. I'm a CGT student and uh, I'm, uh, I have a focus in animation. Okay, we got some animators in the house here. All right, Josh, what, what are you studying? What you got going on? I am Josh Meister. I am also uh, in the animation track. All righty, all righty. And then we got Jordan over here. Jordan Roach, what you got for us? Hi, my name is Jordan Roach. Um, I'm a senior in the CGT department and my concentration is also animation. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys, I'm kind of a little intimidated now. There's so many animators here. Um, all right, Elena, what are you what do you got going on? Where what are you studying right now? Uh hi, I'm Alana. Um, I'm actually a freshman here, and believe it or not, I am computer graphics technology animation. Okay. <laughs> Surrounded by animators. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the competition is fierce. But Olivia Smith, uh- what are you studying? Hi, I'm Olivia, and I am not in animation at all. Um, I am in the multimedia track and going for UI design. Still still very important in any aspect of design, of course. Um, welcome, everybody. I'm happy to have you here. I'm glad we could all be here tonight and get some conversation going. And um, hopefully we all become little buddies here, my, my podcast buddies. Welcome, um, Josh. So... Um, don't forget about me. So I'm, I'm making a, I'm going to lurk in the background, but my name is Josh Polk and I'm faculty at CGT. And it's really cool to have this group of students here. They're actually going to be in our student advisory board to advise our department and um, some of the best and brightest. Um, it seems like mostly animation, it seems like. So um, we do not have a representation from our themed attraction, our brand new themed attraction program. I know some of you have taken some of that though. So if you have any comments on those classes or what you liked about them that would be uh really cool and also motion you know we've i got a fairly new motion design track as well but yeah i I might throw in a few comments or pick your brains a little bit further but otherwise i'll try to try to shut up all right you know i think i'm gonna let um kay take over here and ask you guys your first couple rounds of questions just so you can get the get the ball going for you guys Okie dokie. So um, I'm just going to pose like some open questions and whoever wants to jump in can do so. So um, first question, what did you learn this semester? I feel like I definitely learned how to kind of schedule my time appropriately uh, because one class in particular, the entire class was one project. So I really had to kind of learn how to deal with my own, like deal with myself and organize my time effectively for that. I can uh, I can chime in a little bit here. So I, I learned a lot about like just like motion in general. And I was also taking an HCI course, human computer interaction. So I learned um, a lot about like UI UX stuff and kind of 
getting better with prototyping and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. I can jump in a little bit on uh, Josh's comment. Yeah, I learned a lot of how to schedule my time and also a little bit of how to let go of the perfectionism nature I had for a lot of projects of restart a project over and over again and then get the deadline almost hit. Uh, coming from a more of a freshman's perspective, we learned a lot of the softwares this semester. So that was really interesting. Cracking at Maya for the first time, looking at Substance Painter and different like Photoshop, Illustrator. It was a lot of fun. So really enjoyed getting just my hands on the programs and the softwares for the first time. I'm glad you mentioned that because like you mentioned some software, everybody else mentioning like these life lessons. Like, is it all, is it all computer graphics or do you learn like how to get by? Well, for me, I've already been like, I, I am a very detail oriented person. So like I, I've got to have my planner, I've got to have a morning routine. So that stuff was already ingrained in me. So it came down to like my learning experience was just getting in the classes, learning to use, because for me, this is my first year using any of the Adobe products. So getting in there, finding what works in Photoshop, uh, using my sister, bless her, she handed me her old uh, Wacom tablet for me to use. So she's had an old, um, I think, bamboo one. So learning how to draw without it being with the screen or without it being uh, right on there was definitely a learning curve, but so much fun and just getting to see the cool work that comes from that, like the projects really push you to think outside of what you normally think of when it comes to creativity. So I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the projects overall as well. Well, pushing yourself is definitely one of the best parts of what we do. I mean, I, what fun is it if you're not being challenged, right? So um, I'm, who else has been challenged that they want to talk about something that maybe you challenged them this semester, you know? Yeah, to kind of like piggyback off of that, um, as you can maybe tell, I am terrible. Like I hate anything 3D animation, things like that. That's just not where my strengths are. I mean, I took um, jo or Jason's um, 3D animation class this semester, and that was a big struggle for me. And I mean, in the end of it, I feel like I learned a lot and I gained a valuable skill, but that was definitely something that was really hard for me. Uh, you said you were in multimedia, Olivia, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I also had a hard time with um, Maya and Jason's classes, but I did actually have a really fun time learning After Effects and 2D animation. And I think some of the things that I learned in Jason's class that helped with that were like basics of like keyframing and just stuff like that really did help me um, with learning After Effects and Premiere Pro because I just started getting into those classes this semester. So yeah, motion is what I have been excited to explore more, but I just haven't gotten into it until like this past semester. Okay, um, I think we got everybody. Did we get Jordan on that question? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think Jordan was, Jordan was busy drawing while you guys were talking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I draw so much. Um, yeah, over this semester, I thought I knew like quite a bit about Maya, but coming into like the digital lighting and the animation classes, I've learned that I still have a lot to know about Maya and those classes, like the digital lighting and animation classes really helped me, especially with the, sorry, <laughs> especially with the professors. Like, uh, I think it was, is it Cook? <laughs> is that the professor's yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Cook. Yeah, it's... Uh, I got to ask him a lot of questions about Maya and that actually really helped me this semester. How about you, uh, other Alex? Do you want to add anything on this? Yeah, for me, uh, I was in the class with uh, Alana freshman um, and uh, it was the first time ever touching Maya or Substance Painter and I absolutely loved the uh, 3D modeling part. For me, I really struggled with like the UV cutout and I guess it's because I didn't model uh, my creation with the the UV cutout in mind and so when I got to that I really struggled with it but got through it it is strong so that was that was nice if it makes you feel any better I hate UV mapping too so yeah 
I, I do as well. Ran that was the, the longest issue. part. <laughs> part like a long puzzle that everyone slightly hates. It's Even like, with that uh, Malcolm shelf, it was still just like a nightmare. Someone stole all the corners from your puzzle, and it's just like, yep, have fun. <laughs> yeah, but then when you get into Substance Painter, it was just, it was so relieving, and you were just like, ah, here we go. How about that? How about what's everyone's favorite technology that they're they're using right now? They're learning. Like, what's their, let's go around. Let's talk about that. I like After Effects is probably one of my favorite. Illustrator and After Effects are my two favorite programs right now. So yeah, I agree. I'm a uh big on illustrator and after effects i haven't really been using xd as much this semester as much as i would like to but i adobe xd is also one of my favorites did you miss it a little this semester um well i used it for my final project in the hci course i mentioned but that was it because it came out with seven new versions of it since you since last semester (laughs) yeah i know there was some stuff that was different that i'm not used to so another learning curve just because they updated so much I'm actually hoping to work with After Effects over the summer, maybe do some online work. But I think of the programs that I got to tackle, Substance Painter was a lot of fun, seeing all the different textures and messing around with the model. But Maya was a ton of fun when it cooperated. A couple of times it'd crash on you and you'd cry a little on the inside. But when it worked, it was so cool. It was so cool. I'm going to bank a little bit off of what Alana said. Yeah, um, I really liked using Maya a whole lot. I've been trying to learn it much more. And having some add-ons that help out with like the UV cutting and one that restores any crashes is a godsend. So it's been, yeah, it's been fun learning Maya. I use Illustrator a lot, especially since um, I'm going towards marketing and advertising. And so um, I use Illustrator for like my basis program to throw everything into and then I'll take components and you know I start started using XD and so I'd use stuff from that to go into XD and then honestly Illustrator and Pro or Photoshop are usually the two that I work with the most but I do want to like learn those programs on the iPad I know that the Illustrator for the iPad just came out and I kind of really want to learn that and hand in hand with Procreate. Yeah, to kind of piggyback off of Lane, um, I kind of am the exact same. I mainly use Illustrator with some Photoshop, and I don't use this as often, but I really love XD. And I got an iPad over winter break, so I've been really messing around with Procreate and trying to understand that because that's a whole different animal than I even thought it would be. So yeah, those are kind of my, my main ones. I think my main ones are either Lightroom, Photoshop, or Maya because I use those for like different things. I'll use Lightroom for photo editing because I have an internship with a photography company. So I'll use Lightroom for that. And it's fun to learn all those little um, techniques in there. And then Photoshop, I use Photoshop so much along with Procreate just to do digital paintings and illustrations. And then Maya, obviously to model stuff and do little animations. I think it's super fun, honestly. Yeah, before uh, I started my semester this year I I had no idea what I wanted to do and doing like you know figuring out one percent of photoshop in Maya definitely made me want to focus on animation and it was just a lot of fun to get to know Maya and all that yeah for me it's pretty much I'm a big fan of anything 3d so like Maya and substance and all that and lately I've been really enjoying uh, Houdini which there's a very steep learning curve for that but once you get to know it it's a it's a blast If you guys are looking for a good animation software for iPad, I recommend Animation Desk. Um, There's a paid version, but it is, um, it's worth it in my opinion. That's what I used to do like most of my animations on my iPad. And it has like basically unlimited amount of frames and you can have a ton of layers. It's, it's pretty good. And if you do work and you put on Instagram and you tag them, they usually repost it. So that's another way, like if you want to get a little bit of exposure, that's a cool thing you can do too. I remember, right, one thing you can do in that that you can't do in Procreate is you can put in video, right? Yeah, you can import and draw on top of video and animation desk. That's really neat. Thanks for letting us know. When it comes to other apps, I think I was looking for like an editing app and I think it's called Luminosity or I'm not sure. I'd have to double check on that, but I was just looking for like a good editing app in case I, I'm always scared to uh, like stick to one program off of Adobe because I'm not sure if I can actually afford it in the future when I'm not a student. So I just mm-hmm. want to not put all my um, 
all of what I learn into those programs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, as Okay. So like as an alumni, I'm going to tell you guys, this, this is like probably a pretty valuable piece of information. I would highly recommend you pick something that you really care about that you really love. And I would focus on that for like, if you have a year, if you have two years left, just focus on that for like now and like keep pushing that workout because this is what's going to happen is it's going to be your senior year. It's going to be your junior year. And you're going to have classmates that are like, I love 3d. I love 2d. I love, you know, illustration and they're going to be making all this great stuff. And, but it's like, the problem is that you're going to be too varied. You need to focus in on a certain subject. Like, it sounds like it's easy for me to say, but like, I've been doing 2d work for so long. You can ask Josh, the last time he saw something in 3D was because I was literally having to take a class to graduate. So like once you find something you love and like I read books on 2D animation, I watch movies in 2D animation all the time. It's just like everything I consume. So it's just, I don't know, it, your passion will grow. Like, I promise like how you feel now is not how you're going to feel tomorrow. You're going to feel, you're going to love what you do more and it's going to grow and grow every day. I mean, if you are meant to be in this field, at least it's wow. That's how I think. Yeah, I think that's very important for a lot of incoming students to know, because when I first started in this program, I had no clue what I wanted to do. And I think that's why I chose multimedia in the first place. But then after getting my job, which is at a green printing and graphics place, I do mainly production there. But I learned a lot about the marketing and advertising because a lot of people ask for stickers, graphics and just stuff that they can market their business on and so that's how I got to learn what I wanted to do more of but also thinking about if you do 2D or 3D or marketing and advertising there I was really scared of like not being able to branch out and do like things like editing or video and motion and stuff like that but that kind of stuff comes with you know the one focus that you do so like for marketing and advertising I didn't think about oh if you work with commercials or if you work with ads and stuff like that so just knowing that whatever path you choose there are ways that you can learn other oh what's the word of adapt I guess you know? yeah the new fields adapt to different workloads yeah yeah thank you <laughs> of course Maybe Josh can chime in on this, but you're definitely going to find out anyone in our field wears a lot of hats. Like I imagine Josh can tell you he's probably worn like 10, probably maybe 15 different kinds of hats. So he's even wearing a hat right now, ironically. So yeah, I, I think it's good that you, like, you can bring that up, that you're doing something that is not necessarily what you want to do, but you're learning from it. I think that's huge. That's so important, like just to be able to learn all the time. Yeah, especially those smaller companies, they don't have, don't necessarily have a video person and a graphics person and, a, you know, all the different people they might have. You might be the person that does everything. So absolutely. The next one, what life skills did you learn this semester? Maybe you learned some the hard way. What about soft skills? Who wants to go first? Yeah, don't procrastinate. If you got two weeks to do it, start on day one and, and knock it out slowly. Don't wait till the last couple of days to do anything. Just work on it slowly and and your work will be better and you'll feel a lot less stress. Yeah, I agree hard on that one. I put a lot of time into my projects, but I don't really get like too overwhelmed because I do an hour, maybe two hours a day. Maybe one day I'll feel inspired and do four or five hours. But yeah, absolutely agreed. I didn't get a chance to tell my students this yet, but I read an article recently that said that your brain is only really effective for about four hours a day. And then beyond that, so it's said to actually guard that four hours of your time. And during that four hour, it should be the most productive. So if you're a night owl, it'd be at night. If you're a morning person, you do it in the morning, but guard that four hours, you know, keep out the distractions during that time period. And then maybe your more redundant kind of tasks or type of things you do outside of that, that time frame. Cause I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to spend on some days more than four hours, but. Sorry, I interrupted somebody. No, no, you're fine. Um, I was just going to say, I also learned throughout the semester that it's okay to step back from a project. It's okay to take a break and look at something else. Like sometimes you're just so focused in on one thing that you're not finding all your mistakes. And then you come back to it and it's like, oh, it's right in front of my face. That's so easy. I did that a lot when I was coding. I would just need to take a step back and then just look through it. And it's like, oh, it's something as simple as a bracket being missing. So don't don't forget to take care of yourself. Well, and I, piggybacking off of that, you, you said take a step back. I think 
also literally taking a step back, like looking from a distance at your project. Uh, sometimes you get so up close to it and you're, you're so, yeah, like you're looking so close at it and you think it's going really well. Then when you zoom out and stand back and you look at it, you go, oh, maybe from a distance that, that doesn't look as good as I thought. Or, uh, you know, like the next day, you, you think that night you did so good on that project and you wake up the next morning and, and you notice a lot of things are off and just kind of taking that step back and just looking at it, like literally taking a step back. That, that waking up and realizing you may have mistake on something never stops, by the way, just so you guys know, like I do that too. So just saying. Comes with the job. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, so one of the classes I took this semester or this past semester was contemporary problems and applications. And that was a capstone class where we did a project, but it was a group project. I think one of the things is, that I learned the most is working with somebody else on a project. I think for my past classes, I only had like one group project and I think it was in Josh's class. It was an energy drink that we had to do like a logo and branding and everything for. And I totally forgot what it was like to work with somebody, have to like work with somebody else on a project. And so managing that and just learning a lot from that class of like, oh, what's the best way to share files? What's the best way, honestly, just like to communicate because everybody has their own preferences and it was just really difficult at first to have to update somebody with every single change you did because obviously whatever you do affects the other person. So I think our biggest struggle with that assignment was we had two very different styles. And so at the end or towards the end of our course, we had these like final products, but we didn't know how to get them to go together where their styles are just so different. It was definitely a challenge for us, but we made it work in the end. So that's one thing I would probably say was my biggest struggle. Y'all love the group project, right? I mean, right? I'm actually so glad we don't have that many in this degree. So, hey man, they made shift channels and After Effects a thing for a reason. If you guys don't know, if you guys have color issues, you can shift channels on something in After Effects and it'll match colors, just so you know. Life hack. It's really, really cool. I think for me, uh, a lot of mine was trying to not be so imposter syndrome i guess of i just started doing arts like seriously in it this year before that i was doing a bunch of programming a bunch of software stuff so i've never done art and deciding to switch majors i went into this not having any of those skills and a big problem was i was looking at all these artists and all these people that have had years of experience and trying to go to their level when i'm not at that level and i had to understand that Yeah, kind of on a um, different path. But for me, one of the struggles I feel like I had the worst of, especially since, you know, we've been doing online school for a year, was I quite literally felt like I had no motivation to do anything. Um, I wasn't leaving the house. I wasn't having those moments that kind of kept me grounded and motivated and excited because I was always at my computer. So for me, it was like the biggest struggle was making myself do stuff if that makes sense. Once I started working, I could do great work and I I could produce what I needed to produce, but it was like getting myself to sit at my computer and actually do stuff this semester was a really hard challenge that I finally figured out how to motivate myself and like giving myself reasons to like get up and do things and setting a schedule. But you know, that working from home kind of mentality and trying to understand that that was really difficult for me. Oh, I'll agree with Olivia. Yeah, that was difficult. Yeah, like just not having if we would at least have one in-person thing a month that would have been enough but since it was all online it was very tough to deal with Mm -hmm. it it hit me really hard last semester and the cgt professors and i believe some of the cit i haven't taken too many cit courses but i think they've handled it really well some of the other extra classes i've taken haven't handled it so well they just don't have any lectures at all and it's just it's really hard to keep engaged with that Just kind of going off of what you said is I caught myself because I'm taking a lot of electives this semester because I was behind and trying to catch up. So none of those professors were doing like live classes. So I actually stopped going to the ones that required live classes. And it wasn't until like a few months ago. And when Jason emailed me and was like, hi, you know, you're supposed to show up, right? And I was like, oh, crap. Like I am supposed to show up. (laughs) And, you know, it kind of gets you out of the habit of it. 
Again, kind of going off of that, I feel like even while you're going to the classes, I feel like since you're online, there's so many distractions all around you since you're not in class, like you're just on the computer, your phone's nearby, you know, all this is going on. So I feel like a lot of people struggled with that, including me during the semester. Just as a warning to future students, did anybody kind of miss one or two classes and then find that it was impossible to get back on track? It's happened to me before, yeah. No, I was an amazing student. <laughs> we know, we know. I don't think I missed any of my classes, but I definitely cut it really short where I was like, just woke up and just hopped on. I definitely took advantage of that where my alarm clock was set to the very last minute for some of my classes. I, I missed a fair few, yeah. And luckily they were recorded so I could catch up. But yeah, I missed a few. And even if I did get on some... I had the camera turned off because bed hair and just uh, just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the online classes because it, it was all recorded. Like I, I could go back if I missed something um, and just rewatch it. Uh, like especially when I was doing the UV unwrapping, like to go back and like really look at you know what Jason was doing at the time and to implement that into my own project. Yeah, that's a really good point. That has been a super actually helpful thing about the online classes is being able to like go back and rewatch the demos and figure out if there was anything you missed or you forgot. That was super helpful on the animation stuff. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that is one thing I hope that does carry over into the more in-person format that we're hoping to get into in the fall is just having some of the classes recorded, especially with these longer lectures like I don't know about some of y'all, but every so often you'd zone out just a little bit and then you'd blink back into focus and there's at least three steps that you missed and you're like, oh goodness, <laughs> gotta get back into it. So going back and being able to see that or rewatch it as many times as I needed, I felt like it also helps professors because they're not getting bombarded with questions as much since people are able to find it exactly where they missed or find exactly what they're struggling with in the lecture recording i don't know that might just be me no yeah that definitely happened happened even in 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 person classes josh would be on a roll and he gets unlocked by a question and then we're we're wondering back through some powerpoints so i mean definitely a good thing that the recording yeah i will say i'm looking forward to like seeing everybody i think the fall the first week or two is gonna be kind of weird right so some of you i've met and i've seen in person some of you i've never met before even some students i've had i haven't even seen their faces so like, and, and you all have looked at me all semester. So there's going to be like these weird, awkward moments where we're in the hallways and we pass each other. We're going to walk right past each other. I'm not going to know who you are like at all. <laughs> so I'm just looking forward to actually meeting people. And I think that'll be, be cool to see your faces. All right. Are we ready to move on to the next topic? Okay. Uh, what favorite new artist did you discover? I can start this off. I found this guy on Twitter that make some really like kind of abstract stuff. It's very insane. I'm going to post the link in the chat, but I'm not really sure how to describe it, but his style is very complex, but it's really saturated and like, like just super detailed. Like Salvador Dali, like surrealism? Uh, no, I don't know if I'd say that. It's kind of hard for me to describe, to be honest, but if you just click the link, maybe can somebody, somebody can help me describe it a little bit better. It is, no, I don't really, I don't even know. Sham- shampoo? Yeah, at Shamfu on Twitter, three O's, S-H-A-M-F-O-O-O. So I'm I'm just really loving this guy's art. I'm not, I wouldn't really do this type of stuff myself, but I really love to just sit back and like admire it. It's like the stuff you'd see in like glow-in-the-dark mini golf course, like in a good way. Uh, for me, I think a new artist I found on Instagram was birdietam.art. And a lot of her stuff ranges from like cute illustration work to like actual ceramics. And I absolutely adore ceramics. I did two years back in high school and it is so cool to see these pieces and know, you know, all the work that goes into them. And so I just love watching ceramics. I've gotten into watching like art vlogs. So just having a studio going on while I'm working, it's nice to have a talking buddy almost, you know? So my sister actually recommended Catnip Studios, and she's an illustrator in the UK. So she has a lot of uh, videos about her small business and about working and stuff. And it just helps motivate me, <laughs> just motivates you to get stuff done, you know? 
I like both these artists. Their stuff is uh, very cute. I'm looking at them right now. A lot of yeah, little definitely cat ceramics a, and stuff. Yeah, cutesy vibe. I just think that's fun to look at. It's more different from my style, but it I don't know. It's something I enjoy. Yeah, for me, I'm sure most of you know who they are, uh, but I, I just uh, found them like a couple months ago. But Corridor Crew, I've been really digging what they're making and just watching them is a lot of fun. You know, watching their CGI and their animation and everything. It's just been a lot of fun to check them out. I guess for me, my sources that I've been inspired by are mostly actually kind of more corporate, I guess. I've got like uh, Jamal Bradley, who um, did a bunch of animations for Valve on Half-Life. And then um, I've been following Jonathan Cooper, who is also a video game animator. I've actually found a lot of inspiration recently from a, uh, a painter, a Russian painter named uh, Arkip Quincy, which I'm probably not pronouncing that right. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's been interesting because even though I'm going much more into like the 3D and effects side of things, I've been getting into like painters lately and just kind of the mood that they're able to capture. It's pretty, pretty interesting and definitely stuff I can transfer over to my 3D work. For me, I found this illustrator on Instagram. Their name is The Key Monster. They have this really cute art style. They have they uh, combine animals with plants, and I will post the link in here. But yeah, I think it's just a really cute style. It's very wholesome. Oh my gosh, I just pulled it up and saw the cats. That's adorable. Oh, Miranda would love this. Did you send this Miranda? Um, I put someone in the chat. His name's Waveloop. His, uh, well, that's his Instagram name. His name's Ricardo um he puts out some of the like this craziest this his stuff goes so hard it's just crazy like i like if i ever need to be inspired or be like wow like i love really good concept artists so his stuff's crazy but yeah he's got this like greek mythology piece uh chef's kiss so good you said he does concept art yeah i think concept art is the best oh it's so it's so good i wish i was better at doing it um for me, there's this YouTuber, and I follow him in, um, on Instagram, too. He goes by Sam Does Art, and he does a, a lot of portraits. I don't usually, like, do portraits. I think I, ha- like, did one in one illustration class that we had. Um, but I just really like seeing how he does the his process of everything, and he does a lot of challenges of, like, oh, how much time, like, can I get a portrait done? Or just, like challenging himself in different unique ways um so that's who i generally like to see his posts from time to time yeah i always love his stuff i follow this guy too i didn't know that was his name i just followed him because i loved his work <laughs> but yeah he's got good work i'd follow that guy if you like illustration um good like portrait work he's got this he breaks down out his process too i would i would follow him yeah and i'd give a plug to uh baldwin's uh a digital illustration portrait class he i think uh we got a couple people i think um that were was in there and i sat in on it just to gain the wonderful wisdom from 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 dan and um anybody want to speak to that class in particular i love that class that class was so much fun he t- he taught us so much about painting like the stuff he could do like within the hour that we had class with him was amazing like i couldn't believe what he could do yeah, he's he's really talented. It was it was awesome to see just what he could do super fast too, just with light and color. They all hopped up on some coffee all the time. Yeah, I think I think I said that wrong. That's the digital painting class, and there might be a second version, a second class of that someday. But the first one is pretty intact. So I remember him talking about wanting to teach like an advanced sort like um painting class like that, but I don't know where in the process he's at on that one. Let's go ahead and jump into the summer plan section. So is there anybody here who's gotten any internships or CG related jobs over the summer? I actually started an internship today. Um, It says it's a special events and marketing internship, um, but I'm going to do it's at the Benjamin Harrison presidential site. And I'm going to help with some of the graphics and the marketing there. And then I'll help on the side. Oh, did you really? Yes. Uh, Have you talked to them yet? Um, I, so I went to the office for the first time today. They're all super nice. Yeah, it's nice super work. cool. And did you do it through um, the intern class here at IUPUI too? I did, yeah. Okay, awesome. 
Um, a lot of internships are looking for a bit more experience than freshmen. So I'm actually going to spend the summer, um, like I said, learning some stuff on my own. And then I'm actually just going to be working at Target to save up money to help uh, buy better software stuff. So hoping to get a PC over the summer. Ooh, you should you should talk to Kate about that. He can get you all, all set up. Yeah, as you can see by my chair, I'm a uh, gamer. Yeah, <laughs> big boy gamer. I will definitely keep that in mind because I know enough about technology, but not enough to make it good. <laughs> um, I've been trying really hard, like over the past two or three days, to get something, some kind of internship remotely with something video game related, uh, but it's kind of sparse i actually applied at roblox if you guys ever played that as a kid oh, yeah it's, uh, yeah uh, i don't know if i'm gonna have any luck but you know i'm trying you list your roblox gf as like a reference <laughs> <laughs> no but i should have i should have that would have been that's a good reference hey, man. <laughs> uh, uh, anybody else uh for me i'm not gonna be doing any internships yet because a little bit like alana said is too not enough experience just yet what I'm actually going to be doing over this summer, though, is uh, going to be taking the first course in the animation mentor workshop and going to see how far I can get with that. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I highly recommend to everybody that's in the animation track is to, to even if you're not in school, keep learning animation because there's plenty of animation stuff you can learn outside of school. And that's like, you know, I mean, that's what like my big thing I'm doing this year. I'm making 400 posts. So that's my goal this year, like my summer goal, my year goal, is to make 400 Instagram posts, 400 pieces of content, and I'm at like 100 something already. So, you know, I post every day, I don't miss a day. So that's kind of my goal is just to be really consistent and grow as an artist. It's a big goal. But as Josh knows, I love lofty projects. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm also kind of spending my summer trying to uh, just kind of get better at my craft and trying to work on projects every day and hopefully start to put a demo reel together. Over the summer, I'm going to be uh, editing wedding photos for the place I intern. Uh, It's called Gemstone Photography. I work closely with the owner because the business is really small. So yeah, every, every time she'll send me like 300 photos to edit. So it's really fun. I think this summer I might explore a little bit of, um, going into Etsy and just seeing what I can do there, um, mainly because the business that I work at, they have an Etsy shop, but they only have a few um, posts on there or things that we sell. And they do sell from time to time, but that's not our main priority. And so if I'm able to focus on that and just learn that a little little bit more, then the possibility of me just taking that part of the business over would be beneficial. Has everybody shared what they want to share for that? Okay, I want to move on. Uh, Like extra beyond like business and whatnot, uh, what personal projects, skills, and challenges are you going to work on to make yourself better and more marketable as an artist over the summer? Uh, I would love to work on my own 2D animation over the summer. I think it'd be really interesting to just have like a little reel going, especially with just the overall concept art and then getting into it so I think that'd be a fun summer project is to at least get maybe I don't know (laughs) maybe 10 or 30 seconds into it that'd be so cool I've been watching some podcasts related to like UI design and stuff in the video game industry so I think I'm gonna try uh, Unreal for the first time Unreal Engine to uh, they said that like it's good for somebody who's learning to just hop into it and play learn around a little so I think I'm gonna try that out over the summer Nice. Yeah, I've dabbled in Unreal before. It's a lot of fun just to mess around with. I'm excited. Uh, Over the summer for me, I'm planning on actually trying to get an animation together. I currently just got sticky note ideas together, but going to hope to get it out of the pre-production phase and then get it into the blocking and posing and then maybe even an animation phase. Over the summer, I think I'm going to follow Jay's advice and really uh, concentrate on a certain program. I think I'm going to concentrate on Maya over the summer to really get that animation going. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of doing the same thing as well, except with uh, Houdini, because I'm hoping to go into Glee, which is pretty much all Houdini work. <laughs> so I'm hoping to kind of really start to put a demo reel together and do some more effects related projects. Jay, don't you, haven't you, uh, don't you have kind of like a systematic way, like you did like a daily post or something like that to really practice your skills? 
So I have a really big recommendation for somebody, um, especially if you're new into animation or you're new into something like, so like Jordan said, she wants to work in Maya. If you want to make models, I would make models. If you're going to animate, go get a rig and animate the rig. You're I would practice the skill that you are actually going to want to use because you can model all day. And if you don't want to model, like what's the point in working that skill? Besides, if you want to learn how to model, you know what I mean? So like if you want to animate, and you want to do character animation or you want to do character talking animations or whatever, go find a face rig. Go find a, a, a character rig. You can find it pretty easily. There are plenty of them on the internet. And then all you got to do is just give credit to that person, you know, when you're done. I mean, if why go through the hassle of making a rig? Because you're going to learn how to make a rig. It's not difficult. It's very simple if you are good at like simple building techniques, you know, and it's very straightforward. And all that can be learned. So like it, they like a company is going to hire you because you know how to animate. They're not going to hire you because you know how to make a rig. Like because they have people to make rigs most of the time. And it, unless you're applying for a job to make rigs, then make rigs. You know what I mean? Like Josh will like say what I'm kind of attest what I mean. Like there's no point in, you know, you making a bunch of backgrounds for an animation. If you're going to just be animating someone like walking through a tunnel or something, you know, you might as well just draw like a quick tunnel. Like he'll like, you know, there's a lot of short stuff you can do that's going to save you time. So Bailey, your animation you want to make over the summer, you could actually make a full animation and start from beginning to end. If you just use assets you find instead of creating everything. So it's stuff like stuff like that, like stuff that you think is like taking shortcuts or whatever is not taking shortcuts as long as you do it the right way. Oh, yeah, Jay, that was that was already planned. Yeah, I've already got the model together. Just probably need to find a scene now. Yeah, I would just say, like, if you take your summer and spend, like, an hour a day on whatever you want to get better at, you know, editing a photo or animating something or um, a 2D animation or drawing something or whatever, you know, spend an hour a day and you will have so much stuff by the end of the summer. You'll have a, you know, put it, post it out there. Even there's some back and forth on that and maybe curious your all's comments, like, or thoughts on it, like, do you post everything? Do you post every once in a while? But get it out there, get some feedback. Um, Jay, what do you think about that? So so this is how I feel about, okay, so I've read a, a book on this. Actually, I read a book on marketing and content management. And it says, like, they came with a really good quote. And it said, if it they don't see it, it doesn't exist. So think about it this way. Think about if you have an amazing sketch and you're like, I don't really like the finished product because, you know, you rendered it out and you're like, I don't really like the way I, the lighting ended up or something, but you love that sketch. So you could literally like, sometimes it's happened to me. Like I've had sketches or something or like illustrations that aren't even done, get more likes than the finished illustration on Instagram and stuff like that. Like it happens. People like that. People like process videos. People like stuff that like gets their attention. You can even do like a short process video. I know I've seen Jordan doing a lot of really cool stuff on her profile. So I've seen her exploring and doing some cool stuff. So I definitely check out her and like you get some stuff from her and like, don't be afraid to explore. I mean, like now is the time to fail. Cause like after you get out of school, I would not recommend trying to do stuff on the job and failing because I just started a new job. I guarantee you, I'm not going to be pulling any crazy stuff out of my back pocket until like I get a good position going, you know? So I think it's really worthwhile to go crazy. You know, literally in the summer, you can't go crazy because of COVID go crazy and animate or draw or whatever. I mean, I tell people I'm in a relationship with my art. So like, I, that's why I tell everyone. And I feel like that's how it should be. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's move on. So for the next semester, what upcoming classes are you excited about the most? I'm excited to be taking the um, intro to themed attraction design because I've never taken any classes at. So I'm curious if I'll end up enjoying that. I think it'll be a great experience either way. I'm really looking forward to photography and intro to animation. I think I'm taking a digital video and audio class, which is like the next class you take after the motion video um, with uh, Christopher Rogers. So that's what I'm looking forward to. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love him. Uh, I'm looking forward to the motion for computer animations class with uh, Clinton Cock is what I think it's going to be, which I think is the, the next step up in the intro to animation. I just got done with that class, Bailey. It was so much fun. <laughs> what exactly is it you do Oh, I was just saying the description's a bit confusing. It sounds like it's more texturing. You're talking about the motion animation one? Uh, yeah, motion for computer animation. Yeah, so basically you can pick a rig and then you get to animate it. Uh, for example, we had a facial animation. We had to do that. And then we had a, to do like a combat animation, which is really fun. Okay, so, so yeah. it's, it's animation. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think my class that I'm excited about is the advanced motion design class. 
So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I took that class this semester with uh, Josh Polk and I really loved it. I think I grew a lot and made some excellent portfolio pieces and I've even used my reel to apply for a couple internships. So there you go. Ask also what that one is because I also have that for next semester. Yeah, check um, out uh, check out Cade's Behance page because he's got some really cool work there. He he did an awesome job in that class. Thank you. Yeah, I'll uh I'll post the link in the chat, but Josh can probably explain a little bit better than I can. Josh Polk, that is. Yeah, so we do um, After Effects and motion design. So not not it's an animation, but it's not. Uh, I mean, we do some some more of the two D character animation. We do a little bit of three D um, with some Cinema Four D but it, it's probably heaviest in After Effects and kind of that motion designer, motion design category versus, you know, animation that's for games or for TV shows or something like that. It's more, a lot of it's like commercial, work for commercials and little shorts and a lot of advertising kind of stuff, I think, in that field. Is that everybody? Right. I didn't go, but I just want to be 100% honest. I signed up for my classes, but I have not looked at what they are yet. So I just I get I that. put there. I just talked to my advisor, said, tell me what I need to take. And I put them in my calendar. 100% get it. That is a vibe. That is a mood. Mm, yeah, same. So for the upcoming semester, or just beyond, is there anything that you uh, might be anxious to learn about or anything that you might be stepping out of your comfort zone for? I'm taking a uh, music technology class next semester, which I think should be pretty interesting. I'm not quite sure what to expect for it, but I think I'll probably learn a lot. I guess now I'm actually anxious for the advanced motion design since it's going to be mostly After Effects and I've not touched that before, nor have I really touched 2D animation. That's oh, it's like, it's like, it's like butter, dude. You just get on a roll. So good. Yeah, I, like I didn't it. touch After Effects too much, but like, it's my favorite now. I love it. I want to get a head start on that at a time before the class. Yeah, it's a really incredible program. I mean, it's like think Photoshop, but then m moving, moving, you move everything, and and it's so extensive. If you guys are wanting to get into like um, After Effects or Illustrator, so like a program you don't use a lot, and you guys have a couple like a little bit of time, I don't know if we're still doing it, but Skillshare has like a two month free thing you can sign up, and you can get really good tutorials and really good After Effects knowledge for basically free. Um, so I would recommend signing up for it and even using it later on because it has a lot of good techniques and tricks and stuff like that where you can learn some really cool skills. So that's I use it sometimes. I pay for it. So, I mean, I think it's worth it if you use it. So I hear about Skillshare all the time. I'm not planning on continuing my education at a college, but for sure I am going to look into Skillshare especially if I plan on having any other interests and um, just things I didn't get to work on more during this program. Yeah, I think platforms like YouTube and Twitch are really cool for like seeing different things or like watching art streams or learning new skills or getting tutorials. And obviously Skillshare is everywhere to piggyback on that. So I think it, I'm looking forward to learning stuff on my own, especially even beyond college. But I think that's always a good thing to do is to continue to learn our skills because especially with this field, you're always learning. The technologies change, the softwares change. We always gotta be ready to learn something new. So I really like that about this. Piggybacking a little bit off of what Alana said. Yeah, I really enjoy like how we can, with college, I kind of feel like it does like a jack of all trades of all kinds of options and ideas. Where and then when you go and learn on your own, you can kind of just go like, I want to learn this specific skill, so I will go and seek this out. I want to learn animation, I go to Animation Mentor. I want to learn Adobe, I can go to Skillshare for some of that stuff, that sort of thing. Very nice. You guys are going to really like this. Fairly recently, IU set up a deal with LinkedIn Learning, and I'll post a link in the chat and we'll post it in the show notes. But yeah, this gives you all, there's tons of classes. There's really great stuff. There's... After Effects, 3D, D animation, um, some some really good stuff. So I would I would check that out for your summer learning activity. It is like worth noting, like just like to kind of piggyback off what Bailey was talking about is like even though you do learn stuff you don't necessarily want to learn in school, the stuff you do learn helps you in other ways you don't expect. Like learning 3D helps you understand 3D space in a 2D environment if you want to do 2D work. Because 2D art exists in a 3D space. All that stuff, you know, like it builds off of itself. So like Josh will attest to this is like he, I guarantee you knows 10 times what he did five years ago, 
just from learning every day. So like, it just happens over time and you learn a lot. So like, definitely like, even if you have a class you don't like, try and learn something small or something big out of it because it'll definitely help you in the long run. Yeah, that's a great point. I've actually noticed that as well. Cause like just me being more in the 3D side of things with all the 2D classes I've taken, even if it doesn't directly relate, I've still learned so much about like color theory and composition that definitely can still apply to me. Let me add one more resource too. There's a site I started seeing called Domestica. Has anybody seen that? It's with a K at the end. I'll post a link in there as well. But um, there I saw some really cool like illustrators, like character design and architectural concept art and some stuff like that. And they you have to pay for it, but I've seen a lot of classes are like nine to 16 bucks or something like that. It's like relatively, I think it's run by a company in Europe or something. I think it's from Spain or else. They only take euros. What's that? They only take euros. Uh, no, that you can you can pay. It's. I'll see if I can post a link. They're having a sale right now. Now's your chance. Well, yeah. There's always. It's always you have like 24 hours to buy it, but I've never actually seen the price go down. So I think. <laughs> yeah. But there's some some really cool. I bought a couple actually over like Black Friday. I think I got them for like eight bucks or something. There, uh, there's supposed to be some master classes coming out for motion graphics soon, which I I can't wait because I've never taken a master class, but I've heard they're really good. So I'm excited. There's a one that just came out that's a graphic design guy that I I've seen ads for. It looks really good too. I don't know how much they cost. I feel like they're probably like 300 400 bucks probably. But I feel like they're probably worth it just based on like the production quality and everything. I don't know. I've never taken one. So, but masterclass, I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. I, uh, I want to take a masterclass someday. I know, uh, Jonah Loeb, who we had on the Twitch channel a few or, uh, like last semester, I believe he, uh, he has his own masterclass and it looks really amazing. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I remember seeing that. I thought that was the same guy. I was like, is this the same guy that they interviewed? I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's about designing like unique creatures and it looks really cool, but I'm probably going to take something motion related if I can. Sounds really, really great. But uh, yeah, to- so. The Tony Hawk one might be pretty good. Oh, I didn't know he had one. Okay, yeah, now I'm getting one. excited. <laughs> so is, was, is there anything else anybody would like to talk about? Or are we, uh, are we getting ready to wrap it up here? What's your favorite animated movie? Favorite animated movie? Yeah. I'm guilty of not watching that many animated movies. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I haven't watched any Studio Ghibli movies. You're banished. Uh, He's banished. Josh. SpongeBob movie. That's when. that's all I have. <laughs> but I do watch animated shows, so I get a little bit of credit there. Yeah, David Lastoff, I'll accept it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you think we're about ready to wrap it up here, Josh? Yeah, if you want to bring us home and close okay. things out. I'd like to give a thank you for uh, to our panelists, Lane Wagner, Josh Meister, Jordan Roach. Olivia Smith, Bailey Lester, Alana Armstrong, and Alex, what was the last name? DeVoe. DeVoe. Alex DeVoe. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for all coming along and lending your voice to us. It's been really, really great. And thank you to our listeners for uh, lending your ear and giving us a shot. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, and have a great summer. All right. Thanks for having us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for having us. Bye. See you. Bye.